The Confusing Ways of God. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. Uh, We're moving on in our study of the book of Acts. Today we're going to be in Acts chapter 26, finishing out the chapter as we study together verses 30 uh, through 32. And that will take us to the end of the chapter. You'll remember last time uh, we were together that Paul was still making his defense in the presence of King Agrippa and uh, Festus the Tribune. Uh, in Rome. And so um, Paul has completed his testimony in front of them um, in this passage. And now we have the leaders gathering, making their conclusions based on what they have heard. And I think it's pretty telling. And I see the hand of God at work here, um, allowing Paul to stay in custody in order to work his way up the ranks so that he might make his defense and ultimately uh, bear witness to his Christian testimony in front of the emperor. Um, so the the thing that we want to enter today's uh, study with is um, the thought of the confusing ways of God. God's ways are not always easy to understand. Um, they're not always straightforward. You can't always take them on their face because what appears to be illogical or make uh, no sense to us in the economy of God makes um, very good sense (laughs) and and has purpose um, beyond the immediate moment. The problem is we're linear and we think in terms of the moment, we think in terms of what's happening now not what God is positioning us for in the future. And that's uh, that really is a movement to a whole different way of thinking and a whole different way of viewing the world through the lens of discernment, through the lens of understanding. And these things come to us as we grow uh, in grace and as we really deepen in our walk with Jesus, as our intimacy with Christ uh, takes off, we begin to see more and more through the lens of what God is ultimately doing, not what's happening in the moment to us that may be uncomfortable or confusing or seem illogical. And so uh, we've all been there <laughs> and we don't always have um, the right perspective on the things that are happening. And God gives us eternal perspective. God gives us the ability to view things through the lens of discernment and through the mind of Christ, if we are drawing close to him, if we're staying in step with him. And so uh, let's make sure that as we read today, we view what's happening through that lens. But before we get into the word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for this opportunity to come and study in your presence. Push the pause button for just a few moments in our busy lives to hear from heaven and to receive what you might have for us. Father, speak through your word as you're faithful to do, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, here's Acts 26, 30 through 32. Paul writes, or Luke writes, uh, telling of this situation uh, in Paul's life. Then the king rose, and the governor, and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. 
And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. <laughs> now you'll remember way back in the story, um, in chapter 25, Paul has been kept in custody and he's been slowly making his way up the Roman leadership food chain on his way to make his appeal before Caesar. Now, the reason he's in custody, we've got to go all the way back to chapter 23. And you'll remember that, um, I believe it was a nephew of Paul, had overheard about a plot to kill Paul. Paul took that to Felix, uh, the governor, um, and Felix immediately receives Paul into his custody as a way of protecting him from those who meant him harm, namely the Jewish religious leaders that were attempting to snuff out Christianity in the early uh, um, years following Christ's death and resurrection. Um, And so uh, Felix takes him into custody. Paul keeps making his way through, talking to different leaders. Now he's speaking to Agrippa. He's made his appeal to Caesar. And um, it's so interesting what Agrippa says here. It's his assessment that if Paul had just worked his way through the channels, that either Felix or himself would likely have set him free on the basis of seeing that there's really nothing he's doing that would deserve uh, imprisonment or death. But Paul makes his appeal to Caesar. Now, I believe that Paul was very much in tune with the Spirit, was very much in tune with what God was doing, and um, sensed in his spirit that he should make that appeal. Uh, Because ultimately, Paul is now in the halls of power, uh, bearing witness to the Christian message. And Paul would not be in that place were it not for this plot to kill him that was revealed back in 23. And so in the economy of God, all things happen with purpose. All things happen for a reason. And nothing happens in our lives happens to us that is not beyond God's great purpose. And uh, his purpose ultimately in all things is that we would bear witness to Jesus and that others who are living apart from Christ might come to know Christ. And so our lives at the most basic, if we're a professing follower of Jesus, our lives' most basic purpose is that we would live to draw attention and glory and fame to Jesus so that others might come to see him and know him as Lord. And so uh, here's Paul, positioned um, to do just that among the powerful in Rome uh, at that time. So we can never look only at the situation we're in and say, oh gosh, this is terrible, and oh gosh, I wish I wasn't going through this, and how could God possibly use this, and on and on and on it could go. Um, We really need to uh, see all things through the lens of discernment, through the lens of what God is doing, not just in this moment, but what his great plan and purpose for our lives is. Had Paul gotten discouraged Um, Had Paul uh, doubted what God was doing, um, he certainly would have found the the swiftest route out of um, government custody and back into his free life. But Paul knew in the grand scheme of things that God was up to something. God is always up to something. (laughs) We are not always in tune with what God is doing, and that's the goal. That's the desire is that more and more we would indeed 
be in step with the spirit and in tune with what God is doing. And so I'm encouraged today by these words and by uh, what these things represent and by the challenge it puts before us. What is God doing in your life? What is God doing in this moment in your circumstances that right now does not look clear to you, but in the grand scheme of things, um, how does that fit into God's plan for your life? How does that fit into God's purpose for your witness um, based on what's happening now? Uh, maybe we should all spend some time in prayer and, and some time journaling and thinking about uh, and conversing with God about what he's doing at this juncture in our lives. Uh, even if what's ahead of us seems confusing and what we're going through in the moment seems illogical uh, and random, uh, Lord, show us, reveal to us what you're up to, what you're doing, uh, your plan, uh, your purpose for this time, this time in our lives. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study, and I pray that this has been spiritually beneficial to you. Pray also that God's word would continue to unfold in your hearts as you consider it today. God bless.